Hello and welcome to The Hearts Review with me Ross McLeod and Gordon Senior. Joining us this week is David to chat a little bit about the defeat to Rangers at Ibrox, talk about our season so far and preview Hibs and Celtic in the Premiership. So Gordon, happy to be back. Oh, have we started Ross, have we? (laughs) Back by popular demand. Yep. And then back after a defeat. What a shock. Um, <laughs> Not on purpose, of course. Not on purpose, of course. Always yeah, planned. Yeah. We, we all planned that. Yeah, yeah. Can you explain why we've not been on for a while? Well, obviously in December, um, one of our colleagues, uh, I suppose it's, it's okay to call him a colleague, uh, was going through a little bit of trouble and we decided as a team that we would pause recording. Um, obviously then Christmas and New Year came along uh, we had planned to obviously come back in January, but truthfully, and we might as well be open about this, we didn't want to jinx the run. Uh, <laughs> Genuinely, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, we're, we're now back um, without jinxing the run. You can't blame us for that yep. on Saturday, yep. so... Yeah, that's very here true. Here we go. Um, yeah, here, here we go. Um, yesterday didn't really go to plan for Hearts did it 5-0 defeat at Ibrox the end of the run what are your reflections on that to start with and then we'll go into talking about our recent form and stuff like that later on the show well very disappointed Um, I think when you you go to places like Ibrox and and Parkhead and Celtic and Rangers are um, going through a period where the momentum's really behind them you've got to go into these games and start a certain way and uh, unfortunately we didn't do that. Um, it's funny because you could tell that Rangers were really, really up for this when we were on the underground going to the match because they were singing, they were buzzing, they were yep. buoyant. Um, so they were always going to come out the traps flying. And I think someone like Stephen Naismith, who has played for Rangers, who has been uh, clearly part of tight title races, as he spoke about in his, his, his conference, um, he knew exactly what to expect. And I think that we didn't do ourselves any favours by the way we kind of set up and started the game um look when we've we've went to a back three uh during our run we haven't started games well and uh, we've had to change it halfway through sometimes even halfway through first halves because it's not been working um and i just feel like when you go to ibrox and they're going to come out all guns blazing i think the first five ten minutes are key and for me i'd want my players to go in there and be aggressive and get in rangers faces and try and keep the ball in their half so suddenly, when the game does settle down after 15, 20 minutes, there's that little bit of kind of nervousness has creeped in. Giving them a goal in 90 seconds is just the last thing you want to do. And it was such an avoidable yeah. goal. It's players not doing their jobs, getting out and, and closing players down. You know, we had more than enough players back um, to to kind of at least get a block in, you know. Yeah, it's just it's basic stuff. And I think that... Um, for me, I don't want to go as far as saying it was a free hit yesterday because I think the position at Hearts are in, the run that they'd been on, for me, they should have went there and wanted to to say to themselves, look, you know, we're a good team here. Um, let's let's can put down a marker here and, and go and win it because I can't remember the last time we won at Parkhead and Ibrox in the same season. Um, but go and, you know, create a little bit of history for ourselves say to kind of teams that look you know we are we're a team slowly building uh growing and uh, over the next few years we can really perhaps be a force but to to roll over and lose five now look i mean obviously rangers are going for a league title we know there's differences in budgets and perhaps player quality but 
I still expect Hearts to go in every game and compete, particularly when you're th- third in the league and you look at the record this season, shouldn't be losing 5-0. Um, so for me, that that was the biggest disappointment. You know, if Rangers win 2-1 or something or or 3-1, it's a couple of late goals and, and the, you've competed really well, the game's been tight, you've, you've, had, you've carried a threat, then fine, you know, you hold your hands up, go look, tough venue, not many teams will, will win here. And and you go away and and you lick your wounds and then you you respond on Wednesday. But to to lose in the manner that we did, it's concerning because unfortunately that that for me was my biggest gripe with the previous manager. Um, he unfortunately and and look managers before him as well. Um, I'd love to know the stat for how many times Hearts have lost five nil in the last fifteen years because it must be in the double figures to the old firm. Obviously, um, it's just. Yeah, it's frustrating, and it's the second time in my life I've walked out of a game before half-time, and um, yeah, just a really, really bad day at the office, simple errors, uh, cost us, and like I say, when when you play these these be- these decent teams, when they're kind of in that period with the, the crowds with them, giving them a helping hand, but even, even when, you know, we, we got to that period in the game where we're 1-0 down, they had a few chances after that. Clark's had to make a few a few saves, but the game did settle down round about kind of 20, 25 minutes, and we started to kind of get our foot on the ball. Um, we didn't really create anything kind of major, but we created a few half chances, and you thought to yourself, right, okay, we're slowly creeping into the game now. Maybe that was just the, the, the usual slow start that we've we've seen in virtually nearly every game from Hearts um, during that run. Um, I think we've only scored something like... Uh, well, I can't remember how many first half goals we, we've scored, but it's certainly oh, in the oh, low single yeah, figures. Yeah. Um, and you think, right, okay, maybe we're just slowly creeping into the game. And then they go and give away an absolute criminal goal. And for me, it's Kai Rose. He's done it a couple of times um, in big games. He, obviously, he's done it against Celtic in the Cup last year. It was almost identical, really. His poor touch and his man just getting away from him. And yeah, it was it, it's poor stuff from, from Rose and... Look, I, I, I'm not going to go as far as saying he's a poor defender because I don't think he is, but he, he is one of these players that's got a, a big error in him and it always seems to be in kind of big matches. Uh, Pauk, he was responsible for giving away the penalty. Celtic in the quarters last season and then obviously he's done it again today, uh, sorry, yesterday. And um, look, I just think you can't compensate for basic errors. And for me... Naismith this season, I think when players have actually made high-profile errors, he's taken them out of the team. Yep. Um, I don't think he'll take Kai Rose out permanently, but I wouldn't be surprised if he if he isn't in the team on Wednesday and perhaps even the Celtic game. So, um, yeah, disappointing overall. To be 3-0 down at half-time is criminal, and then to give a fourth away right at the start of the second half. Not that they, we were there to see it, but <laughs> yeah, we were all in the um, for me, I think they were probably lucky to get away with five. Are you, are, are you frustrated about yesterday, Dave? Yeah, obviously, it's one of those where we were actually going into it with a little bit of belief for the first time in ages because of the run we were on, and it felt like there was this almost aura of a little bit of invincibility about Hearts because we've came back so many times in this run from losing positions to win games where we probably never would have previously, and it just kind of felt like there was something different about this Hearts team. I'm not saying there isn't now, um, but of course it definitely humbles you. Um after such a pretty dip, pretty um painful result, especially like just the manner it is, you, you you can take getting beat, but it's when 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 not even the full set of your allocations uh, in the ground and you're one 0 down, you almost think, well, here we go again. Yeah, you know, same I think, old, same I, think old. I just got to my seat 
as Aye. the goal would went in. Yeah. So, you know, at that I mean, point, should have just... And then you're just like, oh, fair enough. Should have just, 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 just yeah. turned around and got the, yeah. could have got on the same subway that was still sitting there. <laughs> um, so, no, it's, it's obviously really disappointing, but we knew that this kind of mini run that this week with, you know, the three big games that we have was going to define this team. Um, and I know that we it looked, and I'm not saying that it isn't, but we've, we had the same thing last season, <clears throat> season before, where Hearts are in that little bit of no man's land. We probably can't catch second, probably can't get caught now uh, from fourth. But obviously it happened last season, that was the case. So there can't be any complacency coming into this Hearts squad and thinking that, oh, you know, we've been in this run, uh, we've been beat off Rangers, but we'll be fine. You know, they need, need to realise that this should be a wake-up call with such a big game with the Derby coming up. Um, so yeah, massively frustrating. I don't think um, Nasey will be under any illusions as well about that. Um, I'd like to hope not. He seems, you know, screwed on and everything. Um, what do you make of him saying in his post-match interview, we're, we were kind of off it? Yeah, that, that it's disappointing. Obviously, teams have off days. You, you'd like to hope that they, an off day doesn't usually get amplified to getting pumped 5-0, but it happens. Um, I think also on top of that, Rangers were really clinical yesterday. I mean, it felt like every shot they took was just either going to find the bottom corner or Clark had to make a really good save or there had to be a good block in there because, um, you know, they, they were really up for it. Um, unsur- unsurprisingly, I think that's the annoying thing is that everyone knew Rangers were going to be up for it, so why did we just... Why did we let them um, have have it their own way? Um, it's so, such yeah. a slow start as well, considering, like, considering like, like Gordon was saying, yeah. you've know, got to get in their faces. We didn't seem to do no. that. Lose the goal in 90 seconds, mm-hmm. you know, it just... Yeah, it, it, it completely kills start. the game. Kills the game plan straight away, as far as yeah. I'm concerned. Um, I think well, we. All, what what is the game plan? Well, that's though? that's the thing. You know, I'm getting half time at Yeah, yeah it, you look at this team. You just kind of thought we always thought the the game plan would be similar to the way we kind of played at Ibrox early in the season. Probably when it was easier when Rangers weren't on such a good run and they were probably more um, fragile, where you could play with wingers getting in behind get a set piece and get balls into the box for Shanklin where he just had to take one chance. But I don't think we ever got out of our half in the first 25 minutes up until, like you say, just before the second. We had maybe five minutes, got on the ball, tried to create a couple of half chances. But yeah, overall, I don't understand. And I think the back five, especially for me, is is an area that just, it doesn't work. Yeah, I think Rangers have clearly done their homework and and they knew exactly where Hart's weaknesses were. And I think they exploited them. Quite dramatically, really. Um, and I think, uh, look, uh, we know because we watch Hearts every week what their weak points are, but I think generally if if you press that kind of back three, the, you will force them into mistakes. And I feel when you've only got sort of, you know, that extra man in midfield, it's easy for teams to kind of overrun us. Um, Benny and Neuenhoff in there, I, I think they've both got decent qualities, but I think when you have them two in there, you don't need a back three because I think they're more. The both of them are holding midfielders anyway. Um, I think you could easily have a, a more attacking player in there. I know George Grant was in there, but he was anonymous, absolutely anonymous. And I don't know where he was playing. If it was as part of a kind of a front three, or if he was actually supposed to be in there as kind of a, a midfield three, but he was nowhere to be seen. He, he really wasn't. He. I think in these types of games, you know. You're better just matching up with Rangers and and kind of and going that way rather than turning it around into kind of that that back three and, and letting them sort of dictate midfield because John Lundstrom, you know, what I mean, he just he had the cigars out, you know, very early on. Um, you know, there was no absolute, there was no threat from Vargas or Shanklin. They could barely get to their own half. 
Um, and that's the most disappointing thing for me. You know, I think we've got obviously pace up top and you want to try and get in behind Rangers and because I think they, they would allow you to do that, the, the way they can play, the way they commit their fullbacks. But we, we never stretch the game enough. And, you know, you've got Corcoran and Atkinson in there. For me, they're just they're, they're pinned back. And I think, what's the point in having the the, the, the wing-backs there if they can't get forward? And that's I think you should just change it there and then. You know, have a flat-back four, and then you can have an extra man um, at, at the top end of the park. And I think it could make a real difference when Rangers generally, when, you know, Tavernier, man, I mean, he's, he will spend the majority of time in your half. Uh, it's just the way he plays. Defensively, he's not actually that great. Um, but attacking-wise, everybody knows what he gives you. And I think a, a few times, Cochrane, I think, for me, was he doesn't get out quick enough to, to his man. You know, you see him sometimes. He's, his head's in the cloud. A few, you know, he generally is, and he's a bit confused about what he, what it is he's, he's wanting to do. And I think there was a few of them that were a bit confused about what, what they needed to do. Like I said, they had that spell just before the second goal where they had kind of maybe just settled down a little bit and they were getting their foot on the ball. Um, but that shouldn't be taking 20 minutes. And, I mean, it's not as if, like, this is just a one-off. I think, generally, if you watch the majority of our games during this winning run, there has been periods in the game where it has been a bit like that, where they've almost run out of ideas a little bit and you've needed a tactical tweak to get everybody back on side, an extra player to go in there, and then suddenly it starts clicking again. And I feel, I just feel like it's like, why is he not starting with that? Yeah, that's the thing. I, yeah, yeah I, I just, like, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't understand it. And as I said, going to Ibrox for me, where Hearts are in, in the league, I, I just thought that it was a good chance to go and show the best of ourselves. Shouldn't have any fear going into that game. Should be a case. Look, it'll be a tough game, but let's show what we're all about here. Let's be disciplined. Let's go and get a good result and. I've seen absolutely nothing of that. And that's the most concerning thing for me. You know, people are talking about Hearts can go in and win the Scottish Cup. Not not if you're doing things like that, you know. Going to Ibrox is a big test of character about... And, and I'm not saying they had to go and win yesterday, but to show credentials that you can actually compete with these teams. Um, and I, I think if you play Rangers in a Cup final or a semi-final, I, I don't see any evidence that somehow Hearts would get a result now. Um, they were poor in the semi-final against them. They should have got a result earlier on in the season, but again, Rangers were new manager just came in the door. They were X amount of points behind Celtic. It was looking like it was going to be another kind of um, trophyless season for them. Well, they had the chance of winning the league cup. Obviously, Celtic were out. But in terms of the league, which is what what they want, it didn't look like they had any chance of getting that. Now suddenly things have changed, and you've seen what Rangers are all about, and you know their momentum now. I think well, wouldn't be surprised if they won the treble. Um, and I just think that for me, Hearts need to get to a, a stage where they aren't worrying about the teams behind them. I think financially, getting into the group stages of Europe again will hopefully propel them where they should have been last season um, to that kind of untouchable um, part. Because I, I all look, Hearts should have comfortably finished third last season. Should have comfortably finished third. And this season, for me, they should still fin um, comfortably finish third this season. I, I've always maintained they're better than Hibs. I've always maintained they're better than Aberdeen. Um, I think, for me, it was all about the, the kind of players showing that. And and they hadn't shown that up until Celtic away. Um, I think a lot of people say, well, what are you saying now? You know, what, uh, why, why, are you not, uh, why, why are you not talking about the team and, and this fantastic run that we're on? And... Look, let's talk about the run. 
it's a fantastic run of form. There have been some really impressive wins in there, uh, going to difficult venues. You know, the, the 2 0 down against Dundee, come back, win 3 2, even Dundee away 3 2 again. Showed a lot of kind of character that day. Uh, the Celtic win was, was an incredible win. Again, I think we we're probably fortunate that we caught Celtic at the right time, which I think you you probably need when, when you play against these teams. But I thought we were very comfortable that day. Hibs away, obviously. Didn't actually play very well. Didn't play well at all. Um, but won it with the last kick of the ball. You go to Livingston again. Um, the, I, thought, I thought Livy pressed us and we weren't particularly great. Got the result that day as well. You beat Aberdeen and St Mirren 2-0 at home. You're kind of teams that were in and sort of around you um, at that time. Aberdeen weren't even that far behind us, really. If they'd kind of won, I think they would have maybe got it back to... I can't remember the time, but it, they, they would have closed the gap somewhat. Yeah, so that, that was a big game. Well, yeah. um, but, you know, Airdrie aside, that's the only game that we scored more than... Well, we won a game by more than two goals. Um and I thought we played very well that day. It was a tricky cup game, but I think the the gap is is clear to see between us and you know sort of championship teams and and the lower end of the Premiership. And I think the the finances do come into that. And you you see the the flip when Hearts go and play you know a Celtic and Rangers usually um, that that financially there is clearly a gulf. But for for me that doesn't excuse the fact of doing simple things right. And I think there's been times at this season where we haven't done the simple things right. But we've got away with it because we actually have good players. And I think we should go into games playing to our strengths right away. And look, if you need to change it during the game, fine. That's why you have substitutes. That's why you change games. I just feel like that um, there's still a little bit of a fear factor. Um, a little bit. kind of, And hopefully that will come out in Aismith, You know, I, I just feel that going into that game there, it's not the way I wanted to kind of see it. And it's the same in home games against, you know, Teams like Motherwell and, and Dundee and things like that. I want to see Hearts going to these games and and blow them away in the first half. You know, I pay I pay to watch ninety minutes of football. I'm I'm not exactly you know, and I just I think that it's night and day when you go into these games. And look, maybe that is his game plan where he wants to tie our teams out because we have lots of possession. But I just don't feel that we do enough with the ball um, when we set up like that. And I think in home games particularly. I want to see us come out and, and I mean, look, at our end of the ground, Ross, we've seen three home goals this season. I know, I know. I mean, for fuck's sake. Um, <laughs> and look, people could accuse us of being negative. Well, we've won the game, what more do you want? But yeah. I, I think that we, we've not we've not seen the best yeah. of, of Hearts yet. And I think... Um, but do you not think it's a case he's found a way to win with the players we've got, in a sense? I mean, we do have good players, but... You know, we don't have a team yeah, that's going to blow teams away. You know what mm, I mean? I, I disagree with that. I think there is the, the, there is goals in that team. And I think given the amount, of, when you look at kind of the stats of shots at goal and things like that and chances we actually create, um, I think we can blow teams away, to be honest with you. I just think that there's been a few times this season where maybe our finishing's probably let us down. Um, I think Lauren Shanklin still had by far and away the most amount of shots in the league in terms of a player, uh, which is take away his goals but when you actually think about those stats alone it's quite crazy really when you've got you know Celtic and Rangers strikers in, in there um, so I think I think Hearts do have the ability to go and beat teams 3-4-0 but for me I just think that we uh, we always seem to do it the hard way we kind of huff and puff a little bit and that's why I'm, I'm interested to see how Wednesday goes you know I expect a reaction from the players and the manager and I hope that we, we come out 
all guns blazing because for me Hibs are, are, are a poor side I think defensively as well they're very poor I know they've got players that can hurt you on, on the break but for me I think the the Tincastle game earlier on in October we should have been outside in that game you know it's probably arguably the best we played actually really and then obviously he did change it at that point and conceded two goals and then we obviously changed it back and by this point it was it was too late we couldn't quite find the winner it looks like he's kind of learnt from that but there's still I think a little bit of a hesitation look he's a novice he's a new manager I get it he's a young manager there will obviously be mistakes and things like that but um and I like the way that, that he can read the game and he does change it but I'd like him to be a little bit braver and I think it where hearts are at this moment I think he I, I think he can afford to be really in my opinion um, I know there's a player. The most of the squad from last season is still there. The ones who chucked third place. I just, I just don't see that happening this time. You know, I know it's eleven points, and and Kilmarnock are there. They're a decent side, but I just think that, you know, after Celtic and Hibs, and for me, Hearts should be targeting the very least four points from these next two games. Yeah, um, and it's Tin as well. Absolutely, Celtic are. They're not great. Either. No, I watched them today. I thought they were poor, and um, I think for me, we should should be beating Hibs and. Then you you look at that and it's you you've got sort of Ross County and Livingston you know the bottom two, um, sandwiched in between Kilmarnock itself. So you you look at those three games before the split, you could tie up third place, um, and I think these these Hibs and Celtic game you'll go be brave, go and beat them, and then hopefully we're in a semi final by that point. And you know it's cup football, you never know. Um, but if they can get group stage football secured. Then it's job done, and um, and that's the most important thing. Gordon makes a few interesting points there, Dave. Do you think Naismith's done quite well in his first full season so far? Yeah, so far, absolutely. Considering that pretty much everyone in Scottish football didn't give him a chance, um, probably us included, actually. Um, definitely, he. Um, <laughs> I don't want to get on sort of, yes, he's been unbelievable because there's still a third of the season left and we've seen from before that bad things can happen, um, unfortunately. But yeah, absolutely, he's done, he's done um, magnificent um, overall. Um, there's obviously points that be mentioned where obviously you can see the youthness of a coach come out and inexperience. I think even the early part of the season, we've probably seen times when he made a few incorrect substitutions. I think the actual the derby back at Tynecastle kind of highlighted that with the the Lowry um, getting subbed off kind of changed the whole game and stuff like that but I think that you've seen in the last three, four months that clearly he's worked on that as a coach um, and has managed to get the best at the players uh, and plays a way that gets results um, is it pretty? not all the time um, it has improved I mean when you go back to the start of the season I think it was it was hoofball, it was turgid, it was pretty rotten. Um, but I think game by game, but that again, that might just come with confidence. I think maybe the, the, the team do set out to play away, but when things weren't going well at the start of the season, they maybe panicked and started, you know, not trusting the way they were to play. And that's where the hoofball comes in and, you know, you kind of throw away the game plan. Whereas I think the more wins you get, the more you buy into it, the more you trust the process almost and do what you're told to do because you know it works eventually. Um so yeah, there's obviously areas you'll work on um, as a as a coach, and we'll see the benefits of that um, as a team. But the, the, obviously, I think the worry that if you're looking ahead to next season, the pessimist in me goes, "Well, Shanko's not going to be there." Let's be honest. So 
you're losing 90% of your goals. Who are you getting in to replace that? Does that then change how you play? Is he maybe already... I'd like to think that Hearts are planning ahead for this, but you never know. (laughs) I know, I know, I know. know, As soon as it came in my mouth. I think think we do know. (laughs) But... um, but yeah, that, that, that's a couple of things that I think you need to think about um, for next season. But by and large, yeah, you'd have to say that he's done nothing other than a, a very good job so far. And do you think Jinky will get the, the back end to sort of bring in his own players? I mean, Gordon sort of made the point that we've inherited a team, obviously, that chucked away third place. He's not really had a chance to bring in a lot of his own sort of players in my opinion anyway yeah yeah I, th- I think that that's fair I think the whole coaching setup even in the summer didn't allow that because you weren't really sure who the coach was you're not really sure who's actually making these decisions oh you remember that God. Uh, <laughs> of course we. how could you know the, the pro license fiasco so yeah there's definitely an element of that and I'd like to think that yeah especially with the fact that now this season if you do finish third you've got that extra five six million in the bank um, and and the idea should be that Hearts put, like you say, the back in the manager and invest that in the first team squad. Um, because at the end of the day, that's you, you've seen that lack of investment in one season can cost you such a huge windfall. And then you're back to square one again, having to do it all again. And I think as well, next season, the European distribution isn't going to be as easy. I don't think there's going to be um, Europa League um, or Conference League at least. I think, I think there might be. It, it's still up. I, I think. Yeah, I, I think, think it's more. Cha- I think it's more Champions League at the moment that that I think whether we're going to lose out in that. I think we might have another another season of conference. I think it it depends. I think it depends on how the Czech teams end up doing in this round. Uh, but I think you need to prepare for that. You might not get that compared to what you. But even but right even now. just from a, I wanting to be a, a a better team, a better football club. You you've got to kind of look towards that anyway. If you look, if you look at the qualifiers that you will get the way that the coefficient works. You're always going to get a sort of team that's that's fallen down as a champion from a, you know, a sort of smaller nation. So realistically, we should be trying to go toe-to-toe with these teams and get into that Europa League, shouldn't we? I, I agree. Um, I think you've seen that from two years ago when we played Zurich. I don't think they were up to much, um, being the Swiss champions, however much we were reminded of it. And with Aberdeen having, what, Hacken last year. And I, I, I think well. that was a real failure for yeah, Aberdeen yeah. as well. I thought yeah. that was a real opportunity to miss from them too. Aberdeen so. should never have been in there anyway. No, you're I mean, right. No, really, they, 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 but they, they got found out for what they were. And I mean, I, I know they're talking about how they beat... Um, well, they they got a draw, get Pauk away, and then obviously they beat Frankfurt. Fine, it was Frankfurt's kids' team, but you know, let's let's be honest. We here, I mean, Aberdeen are a poor side, and it's it's an absolute failure that 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 we uh, that we chucked third last season, and even our performance in the qualifiers, we didn't do ourselves any justice. Great night in Rosenberg, um, you know, at home, but the Pauk one again, you know, the the away game more than anything really cost us, and I think that was naivety in this this kind of. Hearts defence and and they got they got found out that last night and ironically they got found out on Saturday as well um, that actually when they come up against good teams they still struggle so I would still be wanting Hearts I mean Kent for me has done really well I'd still want Hearts to be going in there and and improving the defence I think that's going to be the key one you got to get a, a lot kind of a lot more quality in there um, and in my opinion particularly at fullback you know because you talk about investment and transfer windows but you look at January there. We've only brought in two loan players. And you do have to say to yourself, well, if Hearts did collapse and they, they missed out in Europe again, you've firmly got to then point the, the, the finger right back at the board again. Because for me, 
look, I know we can say, like, fine, we're in a decent position at the moment, but I still think we're very light up front. Tagawan nowhere near good enough. Um, Forrest, I think, done well, actually. I, I heavily criticised him, but for me, he's still going forward. I think we can do better. Vargas, is, he's done okay the last couple of kind of months. Um, still raw, but um, I would like to see between now and the end of the season, certainly a lot more goals to come from him to justify a permanent move. Um, Oda, again, is flattered to deceive. Um, and then you've got Boyce, who is just never fit. So if Shanklin for, was to pick up an injury between now and the end of the season, who, who are you putting up there? And as David says, you know, if he goes in the summer, you lose ninety percent of your goals. I, yeah, I, I just, I, I worry about that area of the park, and I think generally it needs heavy investment. Um, and if you want to be a team that that competes in Europe, and um, and gets there every season, you've got to find replacements, and you, you know, you've got to do what Aberdeen found. They went and found, Milovsky. Uh, um. He's obviously he'll be away as well, but that's the thing. Though, but they're going to get a, a lot of money from me, obviously. You know, yeah, they, they, you know they, they will. But Aber- Aberdeen have received money for for quite a few of the players, and they've they've not invested properly either. I mean, to be fair, I think there's a difference between Hearts and Aberdeen. <clears throat> you know, people will kind of look at the whole uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, what the, the the whole package of what Hearts and Aberdeen give you, and I'm not being funny, but. And I don't want to offend anybody if they uh, they're living in Aberdeen, they're Hearts fans here, but it's a shite hole. And if you're wanting to live in, you know, if you're wanting to stay in the central belt in Aberdeen, there there's a difference. And I think you factor that in in terms of wages and everything else that comes along with it. So when and fundamentally, you'll be competing kind of really for the same sort of players, unless you can pull a rabbit out of the hat. And um, no doubt, Miofsky, I think, would have came up on our scouting. Um, um, kind of scouting lists and and for whatever reason they've bypassed that. But you're not know, trying to tell me that they could have went out and got got him. Imagine him and Shanklin up front and the goals that that would give you. Um, not saying that they could necessarily play together, but I'm sure they probably could. He's he's got pace. He could do a Vargas type role, I think. Um, so I think that's where they've got to look at. You know, they've got to get more goals. And I mean, Ginelli and Shanklin kind of strung up that sort of partnership. Um, where you know Janelli was certainly contributing to to more than enough goals, I thought last season, um, and they they didn't really replace him. Um, and like I say, I think defensively they brought Kent in, who's who has made a world of difference. Um, but I would like to then go and see them get another Kent, and then obviously fullbacks. I think is an area. I think Noonhoff has done well when he's played in midfield. I think Benny, at times, has got back to his old self. Um, still, you know, not at his best, but he certainly for me he, he has looked looked good in in most games. Um, but I think there's still loads of areas that Hearts can improve in, and and I think you know the 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 chairwoman said that they're going to invest in the team in the summer. Um, I'll be interested to see whether they do that or not. Do you think do you think they will invest in the team in the summer? Um. <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know why you're asking me that question, Ross. Uh, <coughs> that they, they should. But they we? need to. Oh, There's the question. I don't know. It, listen, this is all hypothetical because if we don't finish third, then we've got no, no money to piss on players anyway. Uh, and obviously, if the, the unthinkable happens and someone else wins the cup, other than the old firm or us, which I think is something else that we need to probably... That shouldn't have to worry about that, let's be honest. The old firm should be winning the cup. But um, then the strange one is, I think you do still get Europa League third qualifier... <coughs> If you finish 
third. But you're in a different quarter, aren't you? You're, you're in, in, the, in the second qualifying second round. But the, we've been in the Europe, Europa League second qualifying rounds before. Yeah. Look at the, the calibre no, of the team you're up against. Yeah, yeah. So that shouldn't be yeah. a problem. Yeah. So you end up, once you beat that, then you're back sure. in the same position yeah. this year, essentially. Yeah. Yeah, um, but then surely it's like if you maybe win two ties, you're in you the would play then, ah, you, you would have your automatic, automatic drop, automatic drop exactly. Um, but obviously you don't want to have to. No, you don't have to. You, you don't have to start to your that, season a lot yeah. early. And uh, from a financial point of view, personally, I can't be us forking out for four more games, and I don't have to. So uh, that's just a personal point. But yeah, the, the squad does need investment. I think you'd be lying to yourself if you said it didn't. The squad is good, and we see now that there's depth in it, which is the first thing. First time I've seen that in a while, um, that we've actually got options, but it's still... Well, like I, says- I, I would only argue that we have options in midfield. I, I think when you look at actually defensively and the forward areas, I don't think there's a lot there really depth-wise. I'll accept forward areas, yes, um, especially with the fact that I think also there's a, a slight element of putting eggs in injured baskets. I don't know why we keep trying to wait on Halkett to be fit and Boyce to be fit. Um, these guys are ever been fit. Nah, he's not too many dinners. Um, never been fit as far as I'm. Doesn't look fit uh, when he came back in the squad anyway. <laughs> uh, but I think as well that Nazi clearly wants to get the youth into this side. Yeah, as yeah. Well. I so, think Tate's done really well yeah. when he's came into the the, the team. I really yeah. do. I think exactly. he's done well. brilliant. You're right. Probably been something that we'd be missing with a guy that just gets on the ball and, yeah, and yeah. shifts it. Fearless. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so I don't think it'll be heavy because I think there will be an element of bleeding in some youngsters. Um, I'd like to see James Wilson get more of a more game time. I'd have him on the part before Tagawa, by the way, any day of the week. No, I mean really. I mean he is shite, like <laughs> it, beyond belief. Like when when you watch him, he just just looks lost. I mean where where they got him from, I'll I'll never know. Um, and if Hearts can go get money for him, hallelujah, by the way, because terrible. Terrible. I don't know why they thought handing out, you know, what what a justified a long term contract, and you'll be on a good wage. Terrible signing, really up there as one of the worst. And people people keep going on about people keep going on about oh, he might turn good and he might do this. He might, he's shite. Just watch him. He doesn't. He, there's nothing there to suggest that he's a good player. Should have been should have been binned in January. But we've not. We've we've kept him. We've yeah. kept him there. He might do alright once Shanklin leaves. No chance. Being the main man. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Hibs and Celtic. Um, the next two games to come, David. I mean, said earlier, four points minimum. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Um, you should be beating Hibs at home. Uh, I don't think there's any debate for that. Um, just because they've won their first game in three months, they'll probably actually be coming into it confident now, thinking that they're world beaters and they can beat anyone. That should be playing right into Hearts' hands. Um, and we mentioned that. Saturday's result for us should be that wake-up call that you can't just go into big games and think that your run will carry you there. Um, you've got to go and earn three points by playing the football you need to be, exactly yeah. and putting in a hundred percent. And I don't think there's ever been a case of the hearts haven't, but I I think there, there cannot be any complacency coming into the squad. They should be just looking at the table last season and going, "This is what happens when you take your foot off the gas." So yeah, absolutely. I, I also think as well that two-two early in the season was a fucking disgrace um, and I want that right I want that righted um, in my opinion um, and and, th- and this realistically could be the last derby yeah cause so I don't, I think do you think Hibs are making thing. the top six? Uh, I think it'll be very tight I think Dundee are a good side um, I think your, your, your top five are pretty much guaranteed um, it's just yeah who finishes in that um, sixth position of Dundee Aberdeen Hibs and, and Motherwell <laughs> Aberdeen, Aberdeen, are, no, Aberdeen are never playoffs. doing it 
Uh, that'd be quite funny. Um, Aberdeen could end up in the playoffs, Levine, by the way. Uh, yeah. and, and I don't know about Motherwell. There's one of these sides that they never seem to win, but or or, or lose. Motherwell, Motherwell but they're okay. still in, in and about. Um, Motherwell finish eighth. But I don't think Hibs are. I, I mean, I think we've seen Hibs. It's been one win in two and a half months, and that for me is not a top six side. So I think it'd be foolish to think that they will be in the top six. Um, so I'd still put my money on Dundee at the moment. We'll see. Dundee, Dundee are not a bad side. No, to be uh, especially at home. Yeah. I think they've been very good this season. Yeah. Um, Their manager's done well, considering, mm. considering he, it's a team that's just came up. Aye. And there was the whole um, fiasco of their manager being sacked after getting promoted and all that. And basically, it's not really working with his team. So, no, he's done very well. Um, so, this could be the last derby. I think that needs to be in the players' minds. Fans will not be happy going in, uh, finishing this season with a, uh, a, a derby at Tincastle and no winning it and that being the last derby of the season. And then Celtic, uh, we touched on the Sunday lunchtime that they're, they're not up to much either. Um, Brendan has rattled um, clearly today in his post-match interviews, um, saying that the story's already written all that. I think there's clearly cracks in that Celtic team. Um, a lot of players not, not performing the way they should be. And again, that 4-1 at Tynecastle earlier on this season was an embarrassment. Yeah. And it's another game where there should be no fear from Hearts at home. Hopefully a sellout, I don't actually know yet. Um, and and show what they're capable of. It's been a long time since we've been set. Obviously, the last time was uh, uh, under just just at the start of the season with COVID. And there was only five thousand there, uh, three PHMs like our good sales were. Uh, and the the last time before that, when we beat them at home, the four nil or the one no sorry the one nil uh, at the start of the season under Levine in in twenty eighteen. So two wins against Celtic in in six years at Tincastle is is not good enough. And it's a it's a game that you'd always go into fancying. Hearts having a chance, and this is probably the first time in ages where I actually do fancy us um, to get a result. So, yeah, I think four points. I wouldn't be surprised if we get six, um, just based on how bad Celtic are, but I think four should be what you should be going. Realistically, that should be your target um, over the next two games. And then, yeah, after that, you're, you're going, you've got some favourable fixtures coming up that, like you say, Gordon, you could have third wrapped up before the split and, and everything's all hunky-dory and you, you focus on the cup. Um, so yeah, uh, I think there's definitely anything less than four points would 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 be um, very poor, um, and I'd be slightly concerned. Predictions then for the two games? Well, no, like, like I say, I I think generally I want to see Hearts come out the the traps on on Wednesday. I think under the lights, the atmosphere should be good. You want a response from Saturday, and I think it's a big test of character for Hearts. It really is. I think when you when you look at the kind of Hibs for me are, are just poor, poor side. They really are defensively. They're poor. Um, Hearts no f- hold zero fear, and if we set up like we we have done in in previous home games, I'll be disappointed. To be honest, I I want to generally see us um, go in there with that hunger to go out and give them a doing, and yeah, you know, start quickly, get an early goal. Don't make it difficult for yourself. Don't let the game settle down and turn into. a a battle and it becomes a drab nil nil. Get out there, go two three goals ahead and enjoy the enjoy the occasion. Don't give them anything, because Hibs for me there's a, a lack of character in there. And generally, if Hearts go a couple of goals up this time, I think they'll they'll see it out as long as they don't shoot themselves in the foot. I think that's what happened last time. I think where Hearts are at the moment, they should be going in there and licking their lips. Uh, forget about Saturday, move on. You know you've got a chance to just write that off, everyone will forget about Saturday if they go on and 
and take care of business on Wednesday. And then that that brings you into the Celtic game, another one where you should be fancying it because watched them today, didn't think they were great. First half is as poor as I've seen a Celtic team play. Um, they won the game 3-1 in the end, but like I say, that flattered them. And, and Motherwell are not a great side. Um, so look, I, I, I would love to see six points. It would be a huge six points and it would be a real kind of shot in the arm again to the fan base and it would bring everybody back and they would think, right, great, you know, Actually, maybe this team does have something, but um, I'm still always a bit kind of a little bit hesitant. But I, I think we'll take care of Hibs. I think they're pish. It just depends on how how we do it. And um, I I I would love to see us go and beat them four 0 I really would. Um, Is that your prediction four 0 Uh, no. I I I generally think it'll be like two 0 or something. I think that's where the sort of games have went this season for us at home. I think we'll see the traditional first half. It'll be nil nil. It'll be drab. It'll be pretty boring, and then we'll probably change it, and we'll we'll score a couple of goals in the second half. And look, I won't be complaining if that happens. You know, wins a win, especially against them. It's all about winning. Um, but I I would generally like to see us go and give them a doing, and then obviously go to the Celtic game, which I think um, I think I'll go for a draw on that one. Um, I think yeah, I could see it being one one or something. I don't see us losing the game, and I hope we don't lose the game. And look, if they're if the fucking game's over by half time again, I mean, what's the point, really? Um, I think we should. I think Celtic are, are there for the taking. I think competing the game, getting their faces, play our strengths, and we've got more than an opportunity. I think. I think that one will be a draw. I think four points out of the next two, and for me, I'll, I'll be pretty pleased with that. I, I, I think the same. I think we'll. I think we'll win two 0 against Hibs. I don't see Hibs scoring, but. You know, it's one of those ones as well. They're an average side. Mm. We should be winning. Mm. You know, um, but you're right. I think I think we're not going to. The first half's going to be boring. We know that. But hopefully, we get a goal at our end. Well, it would be nice. Change sides, it would. It would know? be. It'd make a nice change, Ross, if we could get a goal at our end. But unfortunately, you know, I think um, the only way that's going to happen is if they lose the t- the the, t- the toin cost and they have to, they have to swap in. <laughs> let's, let's hope they do. But even then, they fucking done that against Celtic earlier on this season and got pumped 4-1. And we're already left the ground by the time Shanklin fucking scored his goal. <laughs> We've had no luck this season. Dave, no. what, what's your predictions for uh, the, the two games? I will go for, uh, I'll say 3-1 hearts for the derby. And I will say 2-2. Hearts Celtic 2-2 Are the Rats going 1-0 up? Is that, is that your I, prediction? I actually think they will no, they'll, it'll, be, it'll be like the Andy Halliday derby oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'll be giving it Hearts are falling apart And whatever right, Bang! Bang! Oh, <laughs> oh that'd be sweet <laughs> Yeah look go Well let's hope that happens uh, Thanks for <laughs> Thanks for joining us this week um, Yeah it's good to be back Until next time Goodbye